Neil, we are recording. Welcome back. Second round of presentations. Uh, we're going to be tighter on time today. The first one wasn't quite full. This one, every minute is taken. So we'll need to be very efficient to get through everybody. And so with that, we're off to Vigyan Ashram, which I understand just emerged from heavy storms. So Pratik. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi. So my project is egg pasteurization. I made a uh, machine which uh, which is used for egg pasteurization, and I have used a method of electric uh, heating, electric steaming, like a steam will uh, pasteurize egg. So this is new for me. Like uh, I have gone through some papers. I have uh, I read about it. Like there is no such equipment for the domestic use. So I okay. tried a three, uh, like 350 watts electric uh, copper coil, a copper coil. And I have used a 50 ml of water for making a steam, and that steam uh, remains in that container for almost seven minutes, uh, which I heat it for 60 degrees Celsius. And I think it is fine, like uh, it's in testing process right now. So like today we have it, like I'll test it every day or like in a week, I'll test like how uh, the shelf life of egg is increasing or not. Then- okay. uh, uh, Two questions. Um, what yeah, electronics sure. did you make? Uh, so I have used a pick controller for this, and a, a temperature sensor, RTD sensor. For but so you need to doc just in your summary slide and video, you need to show the electronics you made for this. Did you design the boards? Oh uh, yeah, I, I designed the board. Okay, so you need to show that, um, and then yeah. I, I don't understand what I'm looking at. Is the is the box just taped together? What's the yellow trim? uh the yellow uh, there is a there is a container in which an electric coil has been mounted at below and the water is no there. i'm just i'm asking a, a trivial question just this ye yellow curvy thing on the edge of the box is that uh, uh, it's, I, uh no, it's a gasket it's a, it, it is used as a gasket like i have used it as a gasket okay just you know it looks like that'll fall off right away um uh yeah yeah um, the goal of the final project is to last more than the final presentation. So, can you just clean that up so it'll so it will survive? Uh, the goal of this uh, this like for this project, why I made this project. Hello. Yeah. No, we're we're done. We have to stay on the fast schedule. Just two things. You need to document. Just show the electronics in the summary, and you need sure. to just clean up the trim. This it looks like it'll fall apart right away. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, thank okay. you. Sure. I'm going to hold everybody yeah, to a tight time. Thank you. Aaron Daddy. Hello, Neil. Hi. Yes, I I made a solar tracker for Vigyanashram Shepler. This is the prototype of Vigyanashram Shepler. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, the main purpose of this because in our Schaeffler, uh, there is a, a lead acid battery we use and the system is totally mechanically. So there is a lot of uh, manual energy loss. So that's why there is a difference that system and in my system is my system is automated. It is work on the super capacitor. Uh, there is two panels in my system. Uh, that two panels work uh, for three tasks. The first task is it gives the power supply to my controller board. The second task, uh, it gives the input signal to my controller board and it gives the output to the supercapacitor. Uh, 
and uh, I step down the voltage at 2.25 and it gives the super capacitor. So super capacitor step up that voltage at 12 volts and it gives to the uh, relay through uh, that motor and my tracker uh, is work. Uh, so I test for, the, I set the program, uh, I set the delta for that. I test it with uh, two solar panels. And it works? Uh, okay, works. good. Um, two things, you said supercapacitors. Supercapacitors generally are very low voltage. Did you check the voltage spec? Uh, yes, yes. I okay. check it. Okay, good. And then the other thing is, um, this is a simple laser cut box and in a good Pabal storm, it looks like it'll be ruined. Um, can you feel it a little better against the environment? Uh, yes, I will prepare it. Yeah, just d design it a little bit more robustly so it can survive in the weather. Otherwise, that looks very good. I, it was an ambitious project for you, and it's nice to see it working. Yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Deepali. Hello, Neem. Yeah. Uh, so, my uh, project is gray water treatment with aeration and artificial lights. So, uh, so the purpose, of this, the purpose of this project is to treat uh, gray water uh, by two methods, that is uh, uh, by aerator and by uh, artificial lights. So, uh, I did a uh, lot of uh, trials on uh, that by um, uh, by including a level sensor and a relay board which will uh, sense the uh, level of water and uh, it's a switch to the relay uh, and that will um, that will provide input to the um, output to the DC motor so I'll use uh, I was uh, using plasma cutting uh, shopboard machine 3d printing and uh, laser cutting in this project. So uh, the um, the uh, set uh, the status of this project is um, in a six hours uh, it uh, increases it decreases uh, chemical oxygen demand uh, three um, mg per liter. So this is in working condition. Okay. Um, what electronics did you design? Uh, uh, what electronics uh, I, did you design? Yes, uh, I designed a uh, water level sensor and uh, relay board um, uh, to uh, uh, run that uh, wiper motor and... Uh, okay. So, okay. Okay. Um, same comment. Um, what I see looks like something that's a pile of circuits in a little box and it'll fall apart in the first storm. So. The final project needs to survive after the final presentation. So the one thing you need to do is better package and integrate something so it'll survive outside, okay? Uh, I'm worried we just lost Vigyan Ashram. Are you there? No, we are. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, you need to make it, this, this, this won't survive. You need to do a much better job of just integrating and packaging everything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Nishta. Thank you. Yeah, hello, Neil. Nishta, this side from Vijayanashram. Yep. 
yeah so uh, uh my final project is about a tool management system in which uh, i have designed a small tool holder the this tool holder basically consists of an ir and leds so there's an rfid band i designed an rfid band which ha which is a silicon rubber and it has an rfid embedded inside it so a lab user will scan that rfid band and okay. will uh, will use all the tools whichever he wants and that the tool which he will take will change its color into red and the tool which is still present there will still uh, stay green and this data will be basically uh, saved in the atmega 328 itself which will whenever the next person comes they the person can see the led color and recognize which tool is present and which is not so, so the project is good does it work how far did you get yeah so it did work and uh, it's really good to see my own product coming out very well i am yet to work on uh, data logging so i am trying my best how i can save this data and which can be used in excel or a graph form later by the lab manager okay for the project as long as you can show the data coming out that's fine uh, what are you using for the rfid So RFID, I basically used a module, RFID module. I didn't make it myself; it was commercial. But uh, I sure. did make a, a, a band which has an RFID embedded in itself in molding and casting. Good. I like the molding and casting with it. Um, it looks like just can, can you now go back and add to the video to show that it works? Don't worry about the data logging; that can come later. But show show it working. Sure. and i also designed a, a a kit which can be used if some lab wants to expand the number of tools so they can compact the different uh, boards together and this can uh, increase the number of tools to 50 or 100 maybe very good okay good thank you thank uh, you so much that in go ahead Chatin Hello Neil I think uh, he is connected from Bombay from Mumbai so I think uh, there is a connection loss yeah yeah, yeah go ahead I hear you Hello Yes go ahead use time well yeah hi hi Neil uh, Jatin here from Vigyan Ashram yes uh, so I made I made a pineapple deshelling machine so basically I found a need of uh, I found I saw many roadside vendors uh, uh deshelling the pineapple with hands and uh, doing it by with a lots of effort so i and uh -huh. i found a i then looked in in the industrial areas also like they they need some pineapple deshelling automatic pineapple deshelling machines for to do the deshellings and also i made like this was the purpose of making this deshelling machine okay so basically in this i used a uh, uh, for programming and all i used a microcontroller of uh, uh, with atmega 328p so in this like i there's a bed in which uh, uh, which moves in the z axis and there's a cutter uh, at the top of the uh, at the top which rotates and uh, the z axis moves and the pineapple is placed on the bed and it rotates and then forcefully it cuts the pineapple in uh, slices forms and then uh, like after that we can easily remove it and eat it good um 
how do you clean it? It looks successful, but it looks like it would become uh, a mess. Yeah, actually, like uh, that time when I uh, do the, the 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 process, it was not proper. Like uh, it just uh, the shell was like the destroyed from the other side. So that's yeah. why it was like messed up at that side. So what do you think you need basically, to do to make it work better? Yeah, uh, so basically I am thinking of uh, replacing the motor and uh, making the structure more rigid so that it can move properly now. So basically like okay. that was the proof of, proof of concept kind of thing, so I will be more, uh, taking it forward for right. better rigid. And just the other question is how you disassemble it because it will get covered with parts of pineapple. So how, how you clean it is the question. So, uh, so basically like there's a uh, there's a switch okay, there, uh, at the top of the... Yeah, for for time, uh, that's fine. So for the project, that's fine. I'll be interested to see you refine it. Uh, we have to okay, stay on the tight yeah. schedule. So that's good. Thank you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, hello, Neil. Yeah. Uh, we just had a power storm a few minutes before. So uh, I, I uh, in my final project, I tried to find a solution for people who are moving. Uh, so I made a a home which is portable uh, so it is it is more uh, more of a techno technology driven project uh, there was no fixed uh, target customer so but but as this project is uh, come uh, it's progressing we see a lot of target customers like people uh, like laborers or uh, refugee camps where they can take this uh, molds and assemble and disassemble uh, whenever they want so basically this okay. this dome consists of 16 parts 16 parts of uh, same similar panels so uh, you can stack them one above the other, like Lego bricks or uh, plastic chairs, and then you can put it on the uh, on your bullock cart or a or a truck, and then you can take to places. So uh, molding and casting was a major uh, crux of my project. Uh, 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 composite, I, I tried natural composite, but I failed uh, really badly with it. Uh, polyester resin didn't go well with natural resin. And just to make this dome smarter, I included a few smart devices, like uh, I, I made. Uh, 3D, uh, 3D printed uh, motion sensing device, uh, motion, motion sensing switch, which uh, senses the person and switch on the light, uh, switch on the light, and uh, when the person goes out, it 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 switch switches off. So this was uh, this is what I did for the final project. So good. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah go what ahead. is the fiber? What did you use for the fiber, and what's the resin? Okay, so the resin is polyester resin, okay. and for the fibers, I use glass fiber. Okay. Yeah, right. um, nat natural resins are harder to find, but there's lots of good natural fibers. An easy thing you can do for this one is there's all sorts of natural fiber weaves rather than glass, um, just to make it uh, you know, more environmentally friendly. And one other thing, I think you should be able to design cross-linking parts so you don't need nuts and bolts just to remove that from the supply chain. Oh, so, yes, yes, that, that, yes, sorry. So p parts that cross-link cross this way. Yep. Uh, yes, that that will be a future uh, f future thing for me. Uh, I will okay. definitely look for it. Good. Okay, uh, Mahavir. Thank you. Good evening, you Mahavir this way. So okay. uh, basically, I made a one is two hundred uh, prototype of a scaled down twenty foot container, which uh, which can be used as a thing. So I mean. Through and through, I've been working with MDF a lot because there's so many calculations involved in terms of expansion and contracting. It's easier to drill holes. Right. So uh, I basically managed to expand the container five times. So initially, it wasn't coming compact. I mean, it was still 
it was expanding well, but it wasn't becoming compact. Then last week, uh, I managed to pinch it down to uh, one-tenth of the size of expansion. So okay. that basically takes about uh, one-third of the space of the width of the container, and lets it expand twice on either side, plus with a cantilever which expands when you open the third uh, prospect. So uh, that way it worked well. Uh, the next step is to basically, once the final calculation is done, to basically do it in an acrylic or something like that. So that I can test. But, uh, sorry, help me understand. Um, you need to show a finished project. So the video just showed the expansion. Um, what is the project? So I, I basically made the whole container itself, and the electronics had the uh, uh, IR sensor which controls the lights. Then the electronics further had uh, this uh, four-in-one uh, uh, mother, I mean, mega board which I designed, which helps you program four, IS, four different boards consecutively by pressing any of those buttons. Uh, then as far as 3D printing is concerned, uh, so basically I'm just trying to compact the whole container down, but it's not possible to replicate a container at that size. No, I understand, but so can you go back now to remake the video? Um, you need for the final project, you need to show system integration. So your video right now just shows the expansion. Can you go back and remake the video to show the whole, how all, the whole system, you know, what are the parts, what's the electronics doing, what, how does the system work? Yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that this week. Okay, okay good. Uh, I'm glad you made it through the storm in Vigyan Ashram and your power stayed up, so thank you. Okay, we're gonna go into Kuwait now. Uh, Ahmed? Uh, yes. Hello? Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Uh, this is my final project, you can see. This is a smart uh, teen brush. Just to providing two motion, one for kids, for soft motion, and little more strong for adults. And I use uh, a PCP board to provide the power to the motor. And 3D printer for the body. This is my project. Okay. Um, so first of all, your slide needs to show much more. It needs to show the details of what you did. Yes, I, I already have a question. Okay. And then um, this isn't good enough for the packaging. The, the final project needs to last more than the final presentation. In this state, if you give it to a kid, it looks like it would fall apart right away. You need to do a better job of packaging it so it'll survive. What do you mean by packaging? Um, right now, I see some tape around some parts with the board sticking out. Um, it needs yes. to be more strong and robust. Okay. okay. It, okay. It need, you, you need to give it to a kid who will bang on it and pound it and stick it in the sink. This will fall apart right away. It needs to be stronger. Fine, fine, okay. Okay. Um, Salim? Hi, my name is Salim Al-Amiri from Saab. Let me ask, everybody should be ready to go right away. Go ahead, Salim. Yes. This is Salim Al-Amiri from Saab yep. Kuwait. Go ahead. Yeah, um, my project is uh, an assembly rotating stand assembly as you can see okay um what is it is is you press a button and you choose a section and if the if you when you press the next the, press the button again the whole stand will rotate to what you choose you know uh, with the and there's i'm going to put hooks so you can choose each side uh, like you know like as a
displayed, like for example, uh, in a store, in a when you you know the the glasses, the stands, and like that. That's the idea. Okay. Is there a particular thing you want to do with it to display? Yes, actually, it, I downsized it because it was large. I wanted to put uh, my guitars on it, being a guitar ah. player, but that was going to be very large. So I kind of downscaled it to be for you know a home use or office use, uh, okay. or even in the in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. So the function is fine. It's it's the same comment I'm going to keep saying today. Um, the project needs to last after the final presentation. So right now there's just a tangle of wires. Um, you need to package everything so it. So it's yes, a finished yes. product that'll survive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm still not putting a box around it, so, okay? Yep. Okay, thank you. Thank, uh, thank you, Neil. Yes, Neil, how are you? Uh, Fine, thanks. Go ahead. And uh, my project is about a laser that moves around and detects the things that you have forgot where you have put. For example, if you go to your uh, bedroom or any workshop, this laser will detect the items uh, uh, by moving around using some servo motors. Uh, it will detect the item uh, by putting the memory uh, inside the application uh, using a phone. Okay. Yeah, it is uh, all about the coding. It's all about the, a string, uh, putting in each servo um, a number. Uh, when when we, uh, when we when we use the combination of both of these uh, uh, codes, it will go to the specific target and put a laser for five seconds to detect the place that you want to see. Okay. So first, what electronics did you design? Um, I used uh, a Bluetooth and. Um, uh, servo motor. What is the processor? A Atitani 44. Okay. Um, so it's the same comment so far for everybody in Kuwait. Um, the project needs to last more than today. Right now what you have is a tangle of wires. To finish the project, you need to integrate it in a finished form. Okay, no problem. Okay. It, it is a problem. It's, it's, it's a fair amount of work to do that integration, but you, you need to make a project that will last beyond today, and so you need to route the wires and design the housing. Everybody doesn't leave enough time for that final system integration packaging. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. Um, Dalia? Hello. Wait, Hi. I Hi. Yeah. Hi, go ahead. My name is Dalia from FabLab Kuwait. Okay. Uh, I, decided, I decided to um, to create this very small device that could be very helpful uh, among like the human beings. It's just like a small one that's portable and could be kept in any place uh, with an alarm. And you can send a message from your gadget or phone directly to this device. You just okay. have you can uh, set the I mean you can just send the message directly from the gadget to this device and uh, set the alarm as well. Like for instance, uh, um, five seconds, 10 seconds, it will go directly to this device and uh, okay. sound up until the other person uh, reads this message, then he has to uh, push the buzzer. Uh, that means his uh, mission is accomplished already or the task is done. 
Okay. First, just a, a, a really tiny thing. You need to peel off the film. The L, the LCD has a protective film when it ships you, that you. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. The LCD has a protective film. I can see you just need to peel off the film on the top. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a detail. But um, describe what 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 is the electronics? What's inside the box? Um, a Bluetooth, AT Tiny, buzzer, um, uh, LCD. Um, okay. So just on the summary, add a little bit more to show what's inside the box. Okay. But, uh, I already took many pictures of it in, from inside before closing the cover. Okay. So just a, for the summary, show a little bit about what's inside. Other than that, it's nice to see um, – uh, this is an example for Kuwait of a finished project that, that's not just a tangle of wires sticking out. So that's good. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Then we're up to Dalal, um, who got your video in very late. Go ahead. Yes. Um, well, first, I'm sorry about my voice because I'm sick. But okay. I'll do my best to talk as loud as possible. My device, my, my product is a toy called Whale's Voice. It uses uh, helium that is pressed onto a bubbly solution, so it will generate okay. foam that is floating. Um, uh, the mechanism will be like when a child ah. presses a button, it will cut the foam and send a signal that looks like um, a cloud onto the sky. Um, ah. I use, uh, use several motor to control the knife, um, a solenoid to control the helium um, pumping inside the, um, the solution, and I'm using an IR uh, sensor to uh, control the whole device. So it will it will uh, open. It will um, the solenoid will be will be open when when you place the template on top of the the device. Uh, all um, my wires and everything is enclosed on the back of the device, so I will not have tangled wires. Um, that's very inventive. How did you get the idea of um, helium bubble foam? Well, actually, there is a product called Flogos, which are uh, floating logos. Uh, it uses the same mechanism, but I changed the, um, the use of Okay, it's very effective. Uh, the idea of something you can do to make your own um, clouds uh, is is very compelling. It's very effective. I'm just watching it again. Okay, okay, very nice. That that's a nice integration and, and neat conception. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, Nasir. Yeah, clap at the end. We need to keep ticking. Uh, Nasir. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. My project. My project is about. My project is about Sorry. having. A, you can hear me. Okay. Your, yeah. Your video is not working. Something's wrong with the coding. Okay. Uh, uh, your video. Your vid. Sorry. Here, take turns talking. Your video is not coded properly for HTML5. It's not playing. But describe what you did. 
Yeah, my my project is about having a, a fixed weight scale in a, a carry-on luggage or any luggage in, in, in commercial luggage, so that the, as you know, the, the standard uh, scale in the market is it can cause a lot of stress in your back, and uh, you need to pull right. it, your hard body to pull the weight itself. So, so how far did you? I understand, but how? What did you do? How far did you get? I completed all of it, but I just maybe need a couple of minutes to upload the, the video again to show you the end result of my project. It's, uh, I did the weight scale itself, and uh, I also integrated with a, with a carry-on bag to show you my end result. Okay, because the slide doesn't show it, and the video isn't working. Um, yeah, I'll so try to upload the video again. Okay. Well, it's not upload. No, the problem isn't uploading. I'm guessing it's coded wrong. You need to test the video. Um, okay. There's only some video codings that play in a browser. You need to make sure it's coded properly. But so again, describe what you finished. Just tell me in words everything you did. I made a weight scale. Uh, I made uh, a, a weight scale for the luggage to be fixed inside the carry-on. Uh, the the component is uh, to, is uh, having a weight sensor. And I did the microchip, and there will be an LCD uh, stuck on the, the carry-on luggage that can show you all the way. If you put any item inside the bag, it will give you the, 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 the weight of the item itself inside the carry-on. Okay, so the, the description sounds fine. We just need to see what it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to see the video again. Okay. Come on. Okay, thank you, Mohammed. Hi Neil, this is Mohammed Mutori. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. So basically, my project is uh, about uh, a lift basket. So basically, you uh, install it outside the, the house, uh, especially for uh, higher floors that don't have elevator, and it will help uh, elderly people or uh, physically weak people to carry their stuff to higher floors. So okay. I arranged the mechanism in a way so that the basket itself, if it gets, if it have a wind or something, it will always go back to its original place. So I picked uh, four threads in the basket itself, and uh, I had the limit switch. So in case if it gets powered while it's not in the original home position, it will always at the beginning goes to its home origin. Uh, I kept all my switches on the board itself to show, uh, just to show that it works. So I had the ground floor, first floor, and second floor. And whenever you hit the floor you need, it, it goes to that floor. Also, in the programming part, I kept a variable to store your current location. So if you go from the first floor to the second floor, it always goes one uh, uh, higher floor. Okay. Um, did you? I see a commercial processor board. Did you design with a, pr a processor? Uh, actually, I used HTiny44, and because I used a stepper uh, motor, uh, I used a uh, stepper drive, which is uh, a spark fun. Uh, okay. The, yes, the stepper drive, I uh, made all my connection in the uh, circuit board itself, so I eliminated all the wires required for the uh, stepper drive uh, oh. itself. Yeah. Um, so, it, 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 it's, it's okay, but... Um, so I just saw some laser cut boxes and a little 3D printing, which is about yeah. the skills, you know, at the beginning of the class. I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see it 
again, the comment is this should last more than today. So I'd like to see yeah. it a little bit, you know, better packaged and integrated yeah. in a more robust form. Yeah, the thing is that the bigger motor got damaged, so I replaced it with a smaller motor, so I had to rescale my design to a lighter one. So that's why I used uh, a simpler uh, acrylic uh, box. But sure, I will okay. rescale, uh, redesign it to... to yeah, if you can just, I mean, the, 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 it, it's sort of borderline okay, but it's a very, very simple yeah. prototype. I'd like to see it if it's a little, you know, a little bit stronger so it would survive a little bit better to suggest how you'll make the full-size version. Sure, sure. Okay. And can I suggest to all the people who have a vertical video, like to shoot it in landscape mode, please? Uh, sure. I will replace the video and, yeah, I will. Yeah. We'd like the videos to be 1080p to have a standard format. Um, okay. Okay. Ayman? Okay, so Ayman, again, your video's not working. You need to test the videos. Tell me what you did. Okay, my name is Imal Mijran. Uh, my project uh, called Surprise Box. Uh, it's I'm a teacher, teacher, uh, a teacher, younger kids, uh, okay. learning skills. Uh, when the child uh, arrange uh, the puzzle pieces uh, correctly, the box will open. Uh, and the child will get uh, a gift inside. Otherwise, the box will be uh, closed until the figure is out uh, correctly. Um, and describe what's inside. Uh, servo or uh, resistor. Okay. So just, yeah. For the summary slide, you need to show not just what you did, but, but how you did it. Um, your video isn't working, you need to test it. Other than that, it looks very nice. It looks like a, a fun thing for kids and it looks very interesting. Um, so just the summary slide should show a little bit better what you designed and that you need to test the video to make sure it plays in a browser, otherwise that's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yusuf? Hello, everybody. Hello, Neil. Yeah, uh, for my final project, I did uh, go to work a lot. So, uh, okay. uh, basically, this is a small box that you can uh, set the alarm via Bluetooth, and when the alarm starts uh, beeping, the silver motor, uh, sorry, the servo will, will move and a pole will, uh, will fall down from the box. So in order to switch it off again, you have to find the pole and take it back inside the, the box. And that's it. I use but, for fun. Okay. But how far did you get? Does it work? Yeah, it is working. You okay. Check the... So does the video show it working? Yeah, yeah, it is working. Just check uh, on the bottom now. The the pole will fall down. Yeah, the um the video is very hard to see what's happening. Um, uh, most of the video is an explanation. You just you need to do a better job. Sorry. Can you just? 
give it uh, the, the voice, the volume, make it up, and you can hear it. Even the volume will fall down, and you can no. see it. I, but, but most of your video is you explaining, and then there's just a moment when the ball drops. Um, can you try to do a better video that, that shows the whole sequence of how, you know, setting the alarm, dropping the ball, putting it in? The, the video is not a very good explanation of what it does. It, the function looks fine, but, but try to make a better documentation of the video. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Thank you. Um, Ahmed? Go ahead. Yeah, hi. My name is uh, Ahmed Al Saleh, and my project is the Inflatable Bank. It's, where, where okay. Is the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so explain it. Well, it's basically a small microcontroller unit that, uh, with an IR sensor that senses the uh, uh, the coin when it falls, and then it gives a signal to an air bump to inflate balloon. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, the basic design I did is a, a small uh, hen or chicken, as you can see, but I could implement it in a lot of designs. Uh, my problem was that my initial design of the board, if you can see, this is my board and the electronics yeah. and everything, it was a cube design. Uh, I found it so hard to insert a cube inside a, a normal stuffed uh, animal. I need to okay. make it a circular or a, a cylinder shape to be able to insert it. But it was fun. Uh, you know, a lot of people just love to see the ballon inflate in a big size. And I think it's uh, it's a good product. Okay, yeah, that's a fun fun mechanism. And also, um, final projects don't need to be rigid. I like dre dressing it up as the the creature. One note: I, it looks like you're trying to use a switch to detect the balloon inflation. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little um, switch. Awesome. Right. The um, uh, that probably won't work very well. Um, one thing you can do is if you measure the current going to the motor, um, as you inflate the balloon, the motor will need consume more power. And so you can detect it by the drive going to the motor. Um, you mean uh, what, I, what I use the limit switch to detect if the, the ballon is inflated in a large size? Right. And what yeah. I'm saying is, as the balloon gets larger, the motor has to work harder. And so exactly. if you measure the power drawn by the motor, a common oh, yeah. technique is, is um, you sense the motor load, and that'll get rid of the limit switch, and that'll be more reliable. But other than that, that's fun. That, that looks like a nice thing. And in the future, you can integrate it better, um, but it shows all yep. the functions. Good. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Any, any more questions? Sorry. No, go <laughs> ahead. Right. Yep. <laughs> Hello. Yep. So my name is Justin Burusli. Uh, I'm the one with the large soldering area, if you remember me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my my project is a smart jewelry box. It is a jewelry box that you can lock it and unlock it using Bluetooth connection to your mobile by entering a password or a passcode, whatever your choice, and it might be developed to be working with the fingerprint, maybe in your mobile phone, to lock and unlock the box. 
for uh, your jewelries and valuables. And it, it's not like a safety box or a, a bank vault or something. It's just to keep them like from your wife or from your kids or from your housemaid or that's it. It's not <laughs> it's not a vault or something <laughs> cannot break. Okay. Um, so it has a microcontroller board inside and a servo motor with a Bluetooth module connected to uh, mobile through mobile app created by uh, MIT app developer and uh, programmed uh, using Arduino, using boxes. Uh, I decorated also the box. If you go to my web page, you'll see the box is decorated, not like this, just... Uh, yeah, well, uh, so the one... Box. Yeah, we can't go to the web page during these rapid-fire reviews. Um, my one concern is at this stage, it's not very secure. You can just take the box apart. Um, like I'd like to... I'd like to see you make the box um, more robust. Yeah, the, okay, I'll glue it from inside so it's not, it cannot be opened. Uh, seal it so it's more robust and finish it. Again, the goal is to make more finished-looking um, products, right? That's too much yeah. of a prototype. Try to make a better-looking, you know, more tightly sealed thing. Just just the final yeah, production value. Other than that, that's fine. Okay. Yep. Okay, thank you. Um, Thank you. Hussein? Hi, Neil. How are you? Good. Hello? Yeah, Hi. go ahead. Uh, my <laughs> name is Hussein. Um, yeah. My project is uh, Follow Me uh, uh, Robot. Um, uh, uh, this robot or wagon or even a cart, it would follow you wherever you'd go. Um, uh, I use the Pixie Cam. Uh, to uh, recognize a special image that I will uh, uh, يعني define at the beginning. And it would uh, follow me. And uh, I also uh, programmed the DC motors to turn, uh, uh, to turn wherever the margin of the pixie cam is, you know? So uh, what is it looking for, the color on your leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on my leg, uh, I have a blue and uh, red color that I defined uh, previously. Uh, in Pixiemon software uh, for the Pixiecam, I defined these two colors so it would recognize it wherever it goes in the camera screen, you know? Good. Um, include a little bit more on the slide on what's inside. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, of course. But other than that, um, it looks like it's working very well. And what I like yeah. is this was clearly not a last-minute project. A lot of work went into this to get it to work. Yes. And so it's nice to see a more finished project that's not just for the last minute. Now, um, explain the shape. Of what do you want to do with it? Why do you want it to follow you? Why do I want the whole project to follow me, you mean? Yeah. So uh, what is, what, uh, it would help you, like, uh, 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 you can use it in a supermarket for, uh, as a cart. Um, you can use it, uh, 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 like, in a construction site to, uh, to carry, uh, like, uh, heavy things. Uh, you can use it as a toy. Uh, you can use it as many things. Yani, uh, I can even, like, design some hands and a man standing, and it would follow, you know? Good. So, uh, again, I can see a lot of work went into this, and this is a, yeah. um, a good example of what I keep saying about system integration of a lot of different parts of a system working together to do something. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Shuad? Yeah. 
Yes, my project is called uh, Squat Soul, uh, which is an external uh, soul to any uh, gym sneakers. So okay. the point is, you put it, you put it on, you strap it around your uh, your foot, and you perform the squat. And the point of it is, is, is most of the injuries happens in this movement in the sports industry. If you're squatting wrong, and the only guy who knows how to fix his own squat is the guy squatting. There's no okay. personal trainer can fix your movement if you don't feel where you're stepping on the shoe. So okay. the point here is I, I've placed a vibrator motor that will detect through the pressure sensor where exactly you're supposed to step. Mm -hmm. So you can see the, the red area in the video. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, if you Keep can going. see the red area, it's where you're supposed to place the pressure. So if you're okay. applying the pressure on the red area, that means the vibrator motor will not vibrate and you're doing a good squat. Does the it work? And the... Sir, yes, I understand yes. the conception. Does it work? Today, that... it's not. The vibration, the vibration is very low, to be honest. Okay. Um, how are you measuring the squat? How? Through what the is pressure the sensor? sensor which it's already placed on top of it. Okay. You can see. And, yeah. Um, the, yeah, so, uh, right. Um, same comment. Um, that looks like it'll fall apart right away. I see a pressure sensor flapping on the sole that's taped down. You know, that, that'll fall apart right away. Um, the final project needs to survive after the final presentation. So you need, you need to finish it so that it'll survive if you actually use it. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Um, Ahmed? Go ahead. Yes, uh, uh, I'm Ahmed from uh, Kuwait Fab Lab. Yeah. Uh, my final project is, uh, I call it as a smart shield for agriculture. I'm facing so many problems to save my uh, plants and small plants during uh, summer season in Kuwait. The temperature reach more than 50 degrees sometimes, so uh, okay. it needs to protect it by it needs to protect by somehow. Uh, okay. I use I use this uh, uh, ready-made shutter. Uh, and integrated with so many sensors, uh, light sensor, temperature sensor, and flex sensor. All of these sensors, each one of these sensors has a special function. Uh, the flex sensor to uh, measure the wind and detect the wind. Uh, the temperature sensor will measure the temperature for sure. Uh, and it's, it's controlled with uh, or integrated with each other uh, and uh, by, by uh, special code and special condition that I already programmed it to my system. Uh, I printed some uh, of the uh, peering stuff and uh, 3D printed and use CNC and also I use the uh, uh, the sensor and embedded programming. Okay. And then is, is do, you, do you, are you going to use this? Are you going to make a larger one? 
Actually, uh, I made it specially for the small plants. Uh, plants. Ah, okay. So uh, I, I don't need the, the, for the, the big ones. I have no issue with that. But the small things, that's it gets burned by the, the direct sun during summer, especially. Okay. And that's why I uh, produce this product. Okay, good. It looks like you have a bunch of different things working together, and it looks like it's working. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Uh, thank you. Now you can clap with Kuwait. Okay. Uh, we're going to go on to Japan. Uh, Yuichi? Hi. My name is Yuichi from uh, Kamakura, Japan. I okay. made uh, a dog uh, in CNC uh, by uh, ShopBot. So I want to make my dog useful. So my final project is uh, make this dog a uh, watchdog. Okay. There is a motion sensor and then uh, a dog bug and send an email to give me a lot. Um, what is the dog detecting? Uh, motion sensor. The motion. Okay. Yes. And then, uh, what is, ah, okay, good. And then, oh, so the, the barking is an MP3? Yes. Yes. Good. Um, is the dog loud enough? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. No, the reason I ask is um, you can get, there are a lot of different ways to make very high current power amplifiers that are small, so you can drive very large speakers. But, but it, I can't tell from the video, it's, large, it's loud enough. Ah, okay. Yes, it's a bugging yeah. here. Okay, I hear. <laughs> yes, can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Good, that's fun. That's a nice mix of things. Okay, thank you. Good, thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's okay, Doc. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go to Taipei. Yes, hi, Neil. Yep. I'm Shifu. Yep. Um, I put an NFC tag in each object and uh, there's an RFID reader in my box. And then my box has two functions. Once I put the object on the box, when the RFID reader detects the NFC uh, UID, the box will play an exclusive related uh, voice to introduce the object. And uh, another function is <coughs> the particular object put on the box uh, and the RFID detects it and send a com comment, comment, command to the GUI which uh, on the cell phone and the cell phone will play a VR video. Yeah, I hope the person who wears the helmet and uh, pretend himself as a Zawu so he can feel what the Zawu see and what the Zawu feel. That's my purpose of this project. Okay. Hey. 
Good. So here, I'm just uh, the video is nice showing all the steps. So um, you do a NFC, you read NFC, and then you send a message to the VR helmet to see from the object. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, here, I want to see the details again. That's that's an interesting mix of functions. Um, talk about the NFC reader and tag. What are you using for that? Uh, NFC, uh, the the reader. I I use the FID uh, module. That is should like this. Uh huh. I check the FID yeah. reader in here. <laughs> okay. Like this. And um. And the NFC tag, I I just put in the back of the object, so okay. I, we can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Explain yeah. the shape of your mainboard. Uh, it's the the island island shape island shape. Ah, okay. Actually, island. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Good. That's a fun mix of a lot of different things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're on to Brazil. Paulo? Brazil? Hi, you. Yeah, go ahead. Hi, uh, hi there. Uh, my project was about uh, automatic bad feeder. So my idea was essentially uh, every month I have to go to the hospital to do a treatment, and on that day my dog doesn't have anyone to feed him. So okay. in my project, uh, I could just plug in uh, on um, the, the bar supply into the outlet, and then it will drop um, only a daily portion for my dog. So when I'm out out of the house, I don't have to worry about uh, ants or birds or cockroaches or anything that could get into the food or, you know, could be attracted by it to my house. So talk about what's going on. What's inside the box? Okay. Uh, inside the box, there's a, there's, there's a one steamer that I have to use it. Uh, it's the one on the bottom left of the image that I use for uh, rotating uh, just like when you when you go to a hotel, there's a, like the cereal thing that you spin and the cereal drops out. I will use the same principle. So it's just like um, it's just like that, but the motor uh, spins it and it drops the portion. Uh, the way I measure it uh, for the for for visibility was about time, how 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 many seconds the motor was spinning to drop that amount of food. And then how are you controlling the motor? Um, on my board, I have uh, uh, ATT, uh, 180 tiny, 84, that I program it. Every day when I, uh, when I go to my treatment, I wake up at 5 and, uh, 5.30 a.m. So I program it that every time at 1 p.m., I would uh, program it by, uh, by the time. I didn't do any interface or something. It just, uh, uh, the, pro uh, the programming was, um, done one time only, let's put it that way. So okay, so just to comment, the, the function is fine. On your summary slide, just 
show what's inside the box is one oh, thing. Okay. But the other thing is, um, again, this is a little bit too rough. Um, this is just a laser cut box, which is something you could do in the second week of the class. Um, I'd like to see it a little bit more finished looking. You've seen some beautiful examples of um, uh, finishing it. So it, it, it both it looks better and will last longer. This is just a little bit too crude to have the simple laser cut box. Oh, okay. So just you know, show that you can make it more finished looking. As we go, you'll see lots of examples today of different ways to do that. Just a little bit more time on the you know production values of the enclosure. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll work on that. Thank you. Yep. Okay, uh, Ecofab, Francois. Hello, Neil. Hi. Hello, Neil. Hello, I am Francois from Ecofab, uh, Montreal. Uh, so my final project is called the Maestro Picasso, and it's a three-act machine uh, that draws over sound. So uh, it, it's actually divided into two actual uh, devices. It's the machine itself, with the, which is a simple drawbot uh, that can hold two pens. And uh, there's um, another little device that uses an audio jack to read an audio input and an FTD to device uh, the wave into seven bands with uh, FTD, which is a uh, Fourier transform. Uh, the Fourier transform take an analog signal and output insisted within seven frequency that width through a multiplexer. Uh, I then send the serial, uh, I then send via serial the bandwidth and using processing, uh, I, um, I made an interface that uh, produced seven circular wafer pattern that we convert into DXF, then the DXF can go into a a G code for my machine. And how close is it to working? Uh, sorry? Does it work? Uh, it's still uh, it's still in process, but uh, the machine is is uh, is all done. Uh, I just need to, in fact, I just need to connect it. <laughs> and, and the software is still, uh, the software is pretty advanced too, but uh, I still have to, because for now it's uh, linear waiting. And I really want it to be circular uh, pattern. So, yeah. Okay. So just um, the general comment is the conception is interesting. Obviously, you just need to finish it and make it work. Just a little sure. detail. Um, if you're only working in seven bands, you don't need an FFT. Um, you can just use a filter bank. Um, oh. Yeah. So you... Uh, with, you, with just a few adds and multiplies, you can make a bandpass filter, and with a bank of seven of those, you can produce the output you need. You're, the FFT is too much computing for what you're doing. You, you can reduce it down to something that would run on a very small processor with a bank of, fil of seven filters. All right, that's cool. I, I bought filters but didn't play with them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about digital filters. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so with, with, if you read about digital filter design, you just need a few adds and multiplies and you can make a bandpass filter that can run on the smallest processing software. Super. Okay, we'll so it looks good. You obviously just need to finish it. Sure. Okay, Matthew. Hi, hi, Neil. Hi. All right. Cool, so... go ahead. Pardon me? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. 
so uh, my project is a is an art project. Uh, I, I did some research on kinetic art and pattern creation that I liked a lot. So I decided to create that kind of project. Um, the, the, my goal was to integrate the the most of the weeks that we learned something in so I could integrate everything. I came from very far. I'm a political scientist. So I don't have much skills. So I wanted to integrate the most of it without having that pressure to make something that does some, that has a purpose. So yeah. I just wanted to integrate everything in. So it's three rotary platforms that go, that two go once and the middle one goes backward. Uh, with a, a specific mechanism that I designed myself. Uh, so it creates shapes and different kind of hypnotic uh, patterns. I designed also um, some boards to control them and control the speed. So there's motor and their potentiometer that can create different kinds of speed uh, with the pantograph and the rotary platform. So it, it creates every time a different story and people can touch it and so it, it gets interactive in a way. Um, so I would say it, it's pretty much that. Uh, I had a really, I had a lot of fun, you know, to uh, try to program that and to choose every part to design the board. That was my biggest challenge, I would say. And uh, I've done it pretty well, so I was really proud of me. And, I got really good at soldering. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna ask, are you happy with it? Yes, I'm kind of happy with it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good um, experiment. Yeah, I, you're right. It shows lots of different skills, especially from where you came from. And um, doing nothing is something. Meaning, the goal is to show the skills and a beautiful thing that the only thing it does is it's cool to look at is a good thing that uh, nothing is something Crazy. good that's very cool that's very effective thank okay you. thank you uh we're on to text up um i'll refresh the page um peru text up yes Hi. Hey, Juan. Hi, Nils. You understand, Nils? Go ahead. Yes, I, I hear All you. Right. Go ahead, Juan. Yes. Hi, Nils. Hey, my project yep. is uh, Ladybot. Uh, Ladybot uh, is a toy for educational for, for kids. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Exhausted. You're uh, doing fine. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I have my um, uh, my my final project uh, is in painting 3D the case uh, for body ladybot. Uh, uh, the mat material is uh, PL8 and ABS. Uh, um, uh, the stand for uh, the cardboard. Uh, control and driver's motor step uh, is uh, in acrylic um, for wheels uh, for wheels uh, uh, is a compost uh, excuse me um, 
Molding and casting, no? Aha. Molding and casting, Robert. Yeah, um, this is very good. Uh, it looks like many different skills, and it has a lot of personality. I like the character. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Uh, thank you, Juan. Um, Monica, I don't see a slide or video. Yeah. I'm sorry, Monica is not here, Neil. Okay, so we'll go to John. Okay, so we'll go to John. John, please. You're right. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Go ahead. And it's a pleasure to award to present my project. This is a few projects that I've made. It has a, a lot of sentimental value because I am introducing myself to the manufacturing electronics field. Uh, I made okay. a I call it uh, Fava Club. Okay. So I did for, for to make this I make a mold. Yes. I do this with mold. This was the mold. I don't know if you if you can see. Yeah. Yeah. This is the other. Okay. And then I I made my composite. Yeah. There are a, a lot of uh, materials, and this is my final project, and it's just necessary a magnet, magnetic and torch, and this change of color. Good. And for my electronics, I made my own Paulino. I call it Jondrino. Okay. Uh, this was my electronic where I where I was pra practicing before to uh, package in inside this. Okay. Um, um, and then made was take was a good challenge. Good. Um, can you juggle it? How well does it work? Is it strong? Uh, I don't know, but. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's Many years ago, I made smart juggling clubs for the Flying Karamazov brothers. Um, uh, the I did a project. This is outside of my lab. We we made smart juggling clubs. Um, so it's nice to see that uh, um, come back. Good. That looks like a nice project uh, and a lot of work. Thank you. Okay. Um, David. Hi Neil. My name is Yep. My project, uh, my project is uh, medical car fruit samples and medical results. Okay. I designed, I designed uh, and explored uh, with drawing and using laser cutting and 3D print printer. Also, the C 
CNC machine elaborate electronic car short boards and the base and the medical car. Okay. I have manufactured machine that will absorb. I use it only uh, casting from which uh, make the wheel. Mm -hmm. I did program my fab dream. Good. And then yeah, you say we need. Um, excuse me. Yes, it looks very good. How do you direct it? How do you navigate it? How do how do you tell it where to go to? With my cell phone. But how does how does it know where it is? Sorry. What the question? Yeah. How if you tell it to the cell phone where to go? How does it know where it is? How does it measure its position? Okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. Good. Um, that looks like a lot of different skills, and it looks like it works. So good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Neil. Um, Ingrid, so it, 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 uh, Ingrid's video doesn't work and her slide doesn't show anything. Is Ingrid there? Hi. Um, hi, Nicole. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. I have troubles with uh, with my with my information. But here I have my project, and I will uh, I, I, I will actualize uh, them, please. Um, I, I did uh, in base of soft pneumatic robotics, I made a prototype of um, a modular system, a modular air system uh, to to help the patients that are uh, better in pass too much time in the bed to prevent bed sores okay. and to control uh, the air. Uh, okay, so for this project, I use um, molding and casting. I use uh, silicone and I I made uh, a mold with acrylic. Uh, I use uh, the laser cutter to make uh, the mold. And now we we will try. Those are my molds. And um, and I make an application for for the for the phone. Uh, you can. As you can see, as you can see, um, the nurses, sorry, I a little motion, uh, the nurses uh, can use her cell phone and say, uh, so, from the beginning, um, you have here a, a smart bed, and when you put a left, and and in the application says, turn left and then turn right, and you can accommodate the patient 
and helped to, to increment his comfort level. And as you can see here in my prototype, and this mall allow us to take care of our family. Okay, so. And then, yeah. Yeah, so for time, um, you, know, you clearly need the slide in the video. Um, but the other thing you yeah, need to so show is, yeah, um, the project has to be packaged so it'll survive. So you need to show how you assemble it and how you put it in the bed. Right now, you're just showing mm -hmm. the casting. You need to you, you need to put the whole system together so that it can be used. Okay. Okay. Okay, Neil. Thanks. Um, okay. I was thinking to make um modular modular system, you know. So then I will I will show. Thank you. Okay, that's fine. Okay, um, Armando. Hello, Neil. Yeah, go ahead. Hello, my name is Armando Sarko. I am teacher at TechSAP. Uh, hey. My motivation for this project uh, was my passion for teaching. No, I hey. I teach course of technology, and I have a necessity to no to do some something for my students that they know the technology and decide okay. build no design uh, develop and build uh, build a robot uh, to my laboratory no for okay. my students no but, uh, because it, it's very difficult for uh, no, for them uh, learn concept uh, for example no when i uh, teach robotics con concepts it's difficult right. for students learn about this and it's for this reason I no I decide build a Delta robot. Okay. I, I, no, I, I do a Delta robot uh, type pick and play, no? Because uh, my students like no, uh, no, they work in industry, no? They see uh, ro uh, robots like this, no? It's for this reason, no? I decide build a Delta robot. Got it. So the robot looks like a very nice design. But beyond teaching, what do you want to do with it? What kind of function? Uh, for example, when I build a, no, a CNC machine no, with my group, uh, the axis, no, the axis was, no, for example, you put axis X, it, it a robot moves. Axis G, it a robot moves. Axis right. C, no, I understand. It a robot moves. But in a robot, you need for example, you need to control that three motors to the same. No? Right. It's so, uh, more difficult. So, right. I understand. Um, it looks like a very nice project, and it looks like it works well. My question is, there are many things you can do with a Delta robot. Um, you could make a 3D printer. Um, you could place electronic components. Um, this is so nice. I'd like to see you go a little further and do something useful with it. It's good for teaching, but can you make it actually do a useful function? Yes. 
it's, 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 no, the, no, the goal for the, of this project is I can use it for anything. No? For example, I, 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 I say I mean, to my students, what's happening if I want to order some eggs, for example. No? I want to no, uh, order eggs, little eggs, in a box. No? You can use that as a robot, no? Right. So uh, I'm just suggesting. I'm just suggesting it's such a nice project. You can go even further. You might be able to use this to assemble a circuit board, for example. Or there, you know, I'd, I'd like to see some in the future some applications because you've done so much work on this. It's a nice project. Okay. Thank yes, you. Yes, Good. Um, thank you, Neil. Neil, okay. Are we done? It's possible to reactualize your page, please. Your page from Diego. Diego, Diego, he put his slides, his video, but your page is not actualized, please. Okay, Diego okay. just added the video. Okay, okay. go ahead. Diego, please. Diego, please. Hi, Neil. Go ahead. Hi, Neil. Uh, my name is yeah. Diego Santa Cruz. Um, well, my my slide didn't didn't update. Also, my video. So um, I'm trying to show you what I did. And I tried to do um, I tried to do um, a, a hand a head scratcher. It's scratcher. Um, a friend of mine asked for a for a machine to scratch his head when his wife is out of town. So. Uh, <laughs> So I try I try to to build something that that uh, that can do that. Uh, I focus on building a hand. So um, then trying to use some uh, servos. This video is showing uh, what one of the fingers do. Uh, the whole thing uh, could uh, would be the five fingers and five servos. Uh, I had the 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 machine here. Um, I I know Sorry. that the potential for hold, hold, hold it to the camera. Okay. okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, ahead. I I know the potential for this work. I I've been working really hard for this. I changed it twice uh, the concept, but um, in the end, for this is instance of the project. I can assure it that won't work because um, I noticed in the end that the, this part of the finger uh, actually it's unnecessary for the scratching thing and usually when the rubber bands I use here uh, stretch a lot, I end with uh, something like this. Uh, one of the fingers is out of the place if you compare it with the other one. So um, actually the servos work very well as, as I show you in the, in the, in the video. But um, uh, after like two tries, it uh, ends with something like this. Right, and so to finish the project, that's just the point. So if we look at um, uh, uh, Armando's project, this is a finished project that keeps working. The, the function is fine here, but you need to finish it so that it keeps working. You just need to finish the buggy yeah. so it's robust enough. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I, I I tried to do it more simple because in the first place I had uh, a tubular fingers, but um, yeah. I I changed it because I um, I, I was thinking that uh, lighter lighter fingers uh, would work be, uh, better That's with uh, so just, the microscope. Yeah. So even if you get one good finger, that's fine. But when I described spiral development, this was an example of you make the whole project and then you find it doesn't work. So make even one good finger that's reliable and robust, and that'll be enough for the project. But but you need to make it reliable. Okay. 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 Thank you. Text up. Thanks. Um, Detroit. Omar. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? How you doing? Yep. Hi. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a graphic designer. Um, <laughs> I've got architects. I, I work for the Sorry. Sorry. I'm just admiring. Um, uh, th this is the first uh, video we've done that has analog noise in it. So I'm just admiring that. <laughs> Your black and white uh, yeah, analog um, noisy video. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah, I'm a graphic designer with a background in architecture. Uh, I work here at Insight Focus with Blair and Jonathan. Um, so I have a passion for like uh, vintage retro graphic design, and uh, I want to do something kind of cool for my son. So I, I, I wanted to make a marquee letter um, wall sign that that power on when the room is when his room is dark. Um, so <clears throat> um, it, initially, it will have um, a license. A light sensor and a microcontroller that I designed. However, um, I ran out of time, so I didn't uh, get to finish everything. Um, so I didn't include the electronics that I designed on my on my slide because it's not finished. Okay. Um, how how far are you on the electronics? What do you have left to do on that? Well, uh, to be honest, this is my first time uh, really being introduced to um, digital fabrication, so I did not know it was going to take that long to wire uh, the marquee uh, side. So I have to finish um, some of the letters and then uh, connect it to the microcontroller. Okay. So, um, um, yeah. So Blair, I mean, I, um, again, I, 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 I'm appreciating the your your black and white analog video. That's really fun. And um, with Blair and Jonathan, you have great local mentors. Learning how much time it takes to do this is part of why we do this. It won't be too hard to finish that. And then just one small suggestion, um, rather than a tangle of wires, um, a nice thing you can do is you can vinyl cut the wiring. So the wiring is just made as part of the construction of the sign, um, is both neater and it can save time in a project like this. So you, you vinyl cut a wiring harness that, that follows the shape of the sign. But okay. this is fine. If you can just finish the electronics control, that'll be fine. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Omar. And then Saif from Egypt. Is Egypt connected? So I don't hear Egypt, but the video looks good. Let's, so let's let that keep going. 
So the, the video is missing the system integration. It looks like you made circuits and furniture, um, but we need to see how they come together and interact to finish it. Okay, we're exactly on schedule. Actually, let's see. Um, I'm looking at the clock. Uh, are the other people in Egypt, Mohammed, May, or Assam? Nope, Egypt's having trouble connecting. Um, hey, I'm looking at the clock. We have a little bit more before the break. Uh, Toscano, are you ready? I mean, yes, we are. Okay, so here. Um, but let's see. I don't see slides or videos for Tiara or Sylvia. Uh, I think if you click on the name, uh, the video and the slides are on the homepage. No, but okay. The, the, that's not good. Um, you're supposed to do it so that it's linked from this page. Um, yeah. So you did this wrong. Uh, you position the slides and video so the index page can find them. After class, uh, catch up on that. But let's let's go ahead. So okay, I'll speak to So hi, so as a yep. project, I have made a, a wearable device to help children with the autism disorder to have a physical interaction. Uh, okay. As a chronic part, I have designed a board for uh, use a coin vibration motors and a pressure sensor made with a bell cut and uh, electronic fabric. Uh, okay. And then uh, uh, I have uh, designed a 3D model to cover my board and uh, hide the reference path. So, and uh, with the we need cutter, I cut, uh, I design a cutter logo for my t-shirt. And um, as you can see uh, on the, in the slide, uh, I have. Uh, has put the vibration motor in silicon to reduce the intensity of the vibration. So, and uh, I haven't uh, finished my, uh, I had to do some future improvement, uh, the Bluetooth networking to work with the two, two t-shirts to communicate uh, each other. So if I touch my, my arm, uh, the another person feed the location. Okay, so the function is good. Um, uh, I think you can do a little better for how you integrate it. Um, you can use conducting threads or flex ribbon. Um, so just you can, I'd like to see you do a little better for how you integrate it into the clothing so it's not just um, uh, wires sticking out. Yes, it is a further improvement. So I want to work on the design to hide the the, the, the connection. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, that looks like a nice mix. That's fine, and it's um, nice to see the circuit board to be mounted in the clothing that way. Good. Okay. So let's do Sylvia. Thank you. <laughs> My final project uh, has its origin from a collaboration I had with some deaf women 
which uh, explained me they have problems in understanding the source of sounds that surround them. This is the vibration, but they can't understand where the sound is coming from. So okay. I, I made these two wearable devices. One is an air pin that contains a microphone, and the microphone catches the high volume sound. And via Bluetooth, it sends uh, signals to a bracelet in which I integrated a vibration motor. So when the motor vibrates, the person understands to turn in the back. <laughs> and in the video, I showed uh, the communication of the Bluetooth with a LED because uh, I didn't know how to show the vibration. So to, make, to see the, the work, I showed them like this. Oh, that's fun. So you, um, the, the hairpin measures the sound, talks to the bracelet, and the bracelet vibrates. Yeah. Good. Actually, that's I, have to, I have to fix a bit the microphone because the sound is catches a bit noisy. So maybe I have to create a filter or something to refine better the sound it catches. Yeah. Uh, uh, one good way to do that. Yeah. You have an echo, right? Um, is to have a variable tracking baseline. So if you have a slow filter, it measures the background, and then a fast filter measures the energy. And so rather than an absolute threshold, you want to make a relative threshold is a good technique. But um, that's fun. That's a neat way to integrate the systems in a very different form factor. Thank you. Good. So um, both of these are nice. You just need in Toscano to have, um, again, uh, if we go back to, um, it was this class. If you put presentation PNG and presentation MP4 in your home directory, um, then Fiori's index will pick them up. And you need to have the MP4 in the repo so that we can uh, back it up. But other than that, those are both fine. Okay, thank you, Toscano. Um, okay. We're right on schedule, so we get a bio break, I'm happy to say. Um, we're going to take 15 minutes, and then if Egypt can connect, we'll start with Egypt. Otherwise, we'll go right to Barcelona in uh, 15 minutes, so 1045.